Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to the 8th Note Sessions. I'm Davin Mullen. And I'm Mike Shamil. And tonight we have returning guest, friend of the show, Sarah Elizabeth Shaw. Sarah, how you doing tonight? I'm good, guys. How you doing? Not very bad. So we brought you on tonight to talk a little bit about uh, well, some of the bigger projects happening uh, in, spite of, in spite of COVID. Um, yeah, screw COVID. We're not stopping playing music. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You have to take my guitar from my cold dead hands. Anyway, <laughs> um, Music Industry Alliance and Band Together Buffalo are two sizable projects uh, working towards different ends, ad- admittedly, but basically unified and, and reinforcing a sense of community where otherwise there is not so much of one. Um, the Music Industry Alliance, tell us a little bit about what that is. Well, the Music Industry Alliance is a program of music as arts. Um, some have referred to it as a cult. <laughs> some uh, have referred have to really? it as uh, I'm honored. sort of <laughs> a sort of pseudo union for musicians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so combine those two, and that's that's what you got. Um, it's a basically a collective of amateur and professional musicians and other music industry professionals from across Western New York that have formed an alliance under Music as Art. Uh, to better themselves as musicians and as a music community as a whole. We, uh, we do monthly educational workshops, a monthly songwriting peer group, uh, some lots of live music events and showcases, um, and just are really a support system for musicians that are looking for a place to connect with, with people like them and Beautiful. further ourselves and each other. So it, it, it seems like a, a natural extension of Music is Art's mission statement on community engagement and education For sure. and promoting music. Um, from the, the educational uh, aspect, you, you say that you have these, these monthly workshops. What are some of the kinds of topics you're covering? In those? We've done everything from booking and touring for musicians, um, photography and video shoots for musicians, social media marketing, um, some studio technique stuff. We recently had a session um, all on the hip hop scene in Buffalo, and we are hoping to do a lot more of those genre type studies and start breaking down some more of those barriers be between genres in, in Buffalo. Um, so we try to keep a little bit of something for everybody, and, and that really keeps the, the audience fresh and keeps people interested. And sometimes we do uh, mini workshops outside of those where we'll, um, I'll walk through just musician tools, like getting your music registered with a PRO or distributing to streaming platforms. Um, So just a lot of really great resources for musicians, whether or not you're starting out or have been doing this forever. I I attended your your mini workshop on uh, uh, registering for BMI and ASCAP. Mm. And I may yet get those five cents that I am owed. Um, it's wonderful. They're all yours, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so long term, uh, this this music industry alliance. Where where's the organization going? Where where does it want to go? It wants to go in this direction. Um, for a lot of for a long time, there were a lot of different programs, um, just kind of surrounding the festival as the main event, and then a certain point came where we wanted to capture the energy of the festival, which is just one day and spread it throughout the year. Like there's no reason that musicians coming together to do creative things and support each other has to be one day. 
So why not try and do that every day? And I think that that's something that's um, been missing from the Buffalo music scene. Um, so I hope that that's the direction music is art is going um, to really just supporting the musicians in the community all year long. And But as you said, it's not, um, it, it seems to take all kinds. It's not particularly limited to uh, the working musician, even, even people who are just, you know, really enthusiastic For about sure. music. Right. Hobbyists, uh, from hobbyists, amateurs, professionals, anything, and, any and, genre. And being a pseudo-union, I assume that uh, membership has some sort of voice or input into what the program is going to be, what the, the long-term ambitions of, of the organization are going to be. Definitely. So we have a committee, a small committee that's made up of Alliance members that help uh, with the, the planning and organization type stuff of the Alliance. Um, and then we really take time at the meetings themselves to so-and-so you have an idea like let's hear it and a lot of really cool stuff has been has been born from that projects will spire, spiral into other projects and members will keep collaborating um so that's what it's all about is collaboration and and forming an alliance so we are always open to hearing ideas and the voice the voice of the members so something you said was a, a goal um, insofar as you referenced the, the study on the hip-hop scene in Buffalo, which mm -hmm. if, if for viewers at home, if you have a chance to study up on it, there is a rich, rich history. Uh, rich history the, and presently the hip-hop yeah, scene oh, of course. I mean, in Buffalo. Yeah. M most of our, our national exports right now are, are from hip-hop. Mm -hmm. um, and our in, studios are super busy with hip-hop artists right now. Mm -hmm. I right. mean, most of the bands and artists that are currently recording right now in all the local Buffalo studios at this moment are doing hip-hop, which is awesome. Yeah, it's really blowing up. So taking that, um, as you say, uh, sort of integration of, of differing audiences and, and different forms of music into a, a singular unified culture a, a cult if you like but more culture <laughs> cultural yeah um and and working in in terms of a union union has uh usually protections and, and regulations for people um is that sort of influencing how in in the scope of how uh the industry alliance puts on shows is that part of its practice definitely um we make a point with the exception of as of right now the festival um every event that we put on musicians get paid it varies from from varies from amount to amount from show to show um you know depending on the budget but we don't ask musicians to give us their art for free um except for on the festival day which is that one big culmination of everybody coming together um but otherwise otherwise showcases um, our concert series, anything like that, our musicians get paid. Um, and additionally, we just wrote a safe space statement, which is a big policy now for Music is Art and the Alliance, um, where we want everybody to feel safe in everything that we do. And that statement is posted on our website now. Um, but any event that the Alliance puts on, um, we we prevent we uh, sorry present the the safe space statement to the venue anybody hosting the event any artists involved and everybody needs to agree to this this statement that we are a safe space and we do not tolerate harassment of any kind for any reason and 
if that happens, you're out. Um, so kind of a zero tolerance policy for anything that makes any of our members feel unsafe or unwelcome. Yeah, that's, that's really important because I don't think there's a time that I can recall prior to this where I've seen any sort of venue organization really sort of formalize anything like that. You know, there's a couple places where if you knew the bouncer, if you've gotten to know the staff that, you know, there's a problem that will take care of it. Um, but that's not really something that's universal. I mean, um, having having some right. sort of like actual, hey, like this kind of stuff is not cool. Like specifically, I, I don't think I've heard of anything like that. Right, it's uh, usually up to before. an artist themselves. Um, to find a safe a space that feels safe for them to build those relationships like you said with with bouncers and whatever um but it shouldn't be that way it shouldn't be up to only you to figure out how to make yourself safe like we should all exist in safe spaces together um so that yeah that's very important to us it's, it's very interesting because it reminds me of uh the conversation we had a few weeks back with carrie Fay. Uh, who's a singer-songwriter but also a burlesque performer and that is actually part of their standard practice before every performance to give this gentle reminder like you know these are your best behavioral practices during a performance um, and then certainly I hope making the statement just putting that into people's heads will have an appreciable difference um, it's all well and good though to have statements being made um, and in fact, you'll you'll see a, a lot of this from larger organizations. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, based on political fortunes at the time, there will be you know this this big statement of solidarity, and then not always much in the way of follow up. It's almost more for appearances. Um, right. How how is this statement being put into effect? Are venues that are unwilling to comply to this going to be uh, essentially not? Put under consideration for future performances and absolutely um if and if you if, if anybody listening wants to to read it please go to our website musicazart.org and you can read our whole safe spaces statement um but but yeah once we are you know able to be in physical spaces again we definitely plan on presenting this to to venue owners or booking agents um even acts that are performing um it just has to be everybody on the same page of we're all cool together and we don't want any issues. We want everyone to, to feel safe. Um, but if that is violated or if anybody does not agree to sign this safe space statement, then you don't get to be in our safe space, you know? And and the the sort of enthusiasm for it, it's not um it's not merely a construction for the optics. Like, we're you guys aren't doing this just because, oh, it looks good and people are gonna be it's it's at least what I've discerned from our conversations uh, is something that you have a bit of personal stake in. Um, yeah, and you know what, how this came about was that as the Alliance started to grow and our one of our main focuses became getting to, getting to know our members and getting to know the needs of musicians in Buffalo, it became very clear how many members have had experiences at venues that were not pleasant that made them not want to return. Um, I, I'd be very surprised to find a, a woman in Buffalo who plays in bars that hasn't encountered some dude that the bartender had to 
throw out of the bar from them for them or unfortunately not have that bartender around to do that for them it's a very real thing and it, it sometimes it gets looked at as like oh you know rock star life it's part of the part of the gig um but it's not it should it is but it shouldn't be and as part of being an organization that wants to support artists it became clear that that was a very prevalent issue and we don't want to be a part of that and we want to hope that any venues and organizations that we connect with will see the importance of that that if artists need spaces to provide their art that they need to feel safe doing so well, that's wonderful and I, I think it's a good segue into uh, the other thing we wanted to talk about, Band Together Buffalo. So mm-hmm. on, on the Music Industry Alliance front, it's the creation of safe spaces, the support and bolstering of uh, musicians in terms of you know finance and, and, and diversity and inclusion and all that. Um, Band Together Buffalo, as best I can tell, is looking more to elevate uh, people more more outside uh, the, the scope of raising all boats, really, to give someone more of a shot, potentially. And to show the public that we're still out here working. To me, that's a big thing, is that by the time we resurface, for real resurface, it's going to be well over a year that musicians haven't just been playing around town. So it's 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 twofold it's it's giving musicians a space to to have a little bit of a, a an upper hand um and get some new content and connect with their audiences but it's also a reminder to the audiences that we're still here and there's still all of this talent in buffalo that needs to be seen so that yeah. when we can reemerge, that we we weren't forgotten you know and and I think that's that's a beautiful thing to put forward. And and just for necessary context for our, our viewers at home, uh, our last interview was with Anne-Marie Monroe, uh, who works uh, for TuneWorks, uh, which is a, a local production company. Um, so if you want a more in-depth uh, talk on, on what we're talking about right now, I, I recommend you check that, that episode out. Um, but we're, we're getting close to the, the first round of streams and premieres for this. Yes. Um, how many, how many submissions do we have? What, what do we have to look forward to? There are going to be about 125 bands, um, bands, solo acts, hip hop artists, a couple instrumental musicians, a little bit of everything from around Buffalo. Um, and starting this coming Monday, the 25th, um, there will be a live online poll on our website, bandtogetherbuffalo.com. Um, you'll be able to see a bio photo and a, a video from all 125 artists. Um, and then you can click your ballot and you can vote for as many acts as you want. That's what's cool about this is it's not just like, oh, pick your favorite. And you know, those top two or three people just keep getting all the votes. Um, you vote for as many people as you want. Vote for everybody if you want. Vote for your vote for your favorite 30 you know um so then after a week that round one lasts from the 25th to february 1st and uh the top 60 from that round one will move on to round two 
Um, so top 60 in the round two, and we'll be doing five, five weeks, three nights a week of live premiere videos of uh, the top 60 acts on Facebook and YouTube. That's going to be a lot of fun because there really be hasn't be... been, you know, since the Music is Art Festival and the South Buffalo Porch Fest last year, there really hasn't been like a big online music event in months. It's going to be like a long festival just all online you know it's going to be several weeks of of just these really cool live premieres you know 60 bands just three nights a week five weeks it's gonna be super cool and you can see it all you can see it all yeah you yeah. can go back and watch it and see it all um and then vote for your favorites from that round um tipping artists will multiply your vote no matter what amount it can be a dollar a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars but your tip to an artist multiplies your vote for that artist so we really want uh to encourage artists to get a little bit of a kickback for their work here um and then as from they that, should as they should yeah and uh from that top 60 the top 16 will move on to round three and uh those top 16 Gonna get all kinds of cool prizes. Um, all all sixteen get professionally produced video content, and we have a lot of a lot of amazing venues and festivals and recording studios from around Buffalo. Everybody is literally banding together and throwing in prizes and studio time and festival slots and making sure that when we all get back on top here, that there's stuff going on and everybody's still supporting each other. And I, I so I hope that the energy from this carries over because we're so close you know we're so close there's a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel right now that live music could happen um so i hope that this kind of invigorates people and and helps the artists and venues and everybody out in the process it does and it's something that's really you know missing right now in the in buffalo i mean you know it sucks that everything is closed and you know you can you know, you might be able to go to some restaurants and there's like a few seats, you know, and you have all these restrictions, but, you know, people have been at home watching Netflix and I don't know about you, but I can only watch the same show so many times before I'm friggin' ready to throw my TV out the window. <laughs> and there really hasn't been any live entertainment that anyone's gotten except from their pets driving, you know, chasing each other around the house. <laughs> True, and yeah. I, I think people really are are going to be looking for that for something interesting to just get out of the house and kind of shake off the hibernation and just feel some sort of like live fresh entertainment that isn't coming through, you know, a screen or something, you know, that's yeah. actually like tangible. You know, I think because you know what, it's a long winter experience. It's already been a long winter, and we got a couple months to go here. Um, so I think that in the very beginning of the pandemic, the, the live streaming was huge because live music was already such a routine part of people's lives that when it started, everybody was like, oh, yeah, I got to watch that show because it's the night I'm supposed to go out. And the longer people stayed inside, it was like, eh, it's not the same, you know. And it really um, isn't. Now, as, as someone told me months, years ago that YouTube is going to replace live shows. And right. That I was nuts for being a, a musician who wanted to play live. And <laughs> but, now, now what's it like? How, <laughs> how excited are you for that next YouTube video? But now months have gone by. <laughs> months have gone by and people are craving music again. Mm -hmm. So I hope that this is a good time while people are now craving and itching for live music as a good segue to when the weather warms up and we can can finally get back out and play a little bit more. It's gonna, I think, give people that little B 
beacon of hope that live music is going to happen again. Absolutely. And and just on a, a more serious note, if, if you're not approaching it from, if somehow uh, through the millions and millions of songs out there to catch up on that you'll never have the time to, <laughs> Um, if that's not enough that you're going to see this complete survey of what our city and what our region has to offer musically and see the blood, sweat, and tears of uh, your artistic friends, um, participating in this and casting your vote, it is a, an actual way of materially impacting uh, an artist's fortunes. Uh, it's it's a very common cliche here, but any working musician usually has a day job or two. And when you when you do cast a vote here, you are going to potentially put someone who doesn't have the resources to marketing or production and give them a, a shot at being seen, which is the biggest obstacle to cross as, as any working musician. Absolutely. So if, yeah. if for nothing else, your, your conscience should, should drive you to vote and, and watch. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's fun. Enjoy it. Uh, to all the non-musicians out there that are watching this, this is going to be a really unique event that you know you may not see again because hopefully you know we won't have to hold stuff like this in the near future. Right. And this is one of those things that you could talk to you, your friends about and be like, "Yo, did you catch this?" Like, you know, it's it's going to be really exciting. I hope so. I hope people enjoy it. And I think it's a cool feature that um, you can vote for as many acts as you want, you know, yeah. because nobody has only one band in Buffalo that they want to go out and see on a Friday night. You know, this is a community and it's about like, oh, these people are great. These people are great. You don't have to just pick one from one genre, like vote for as many as you want. Push those top 60 through. And and at the end of the day, it's, that's a great way of subverting uh what could be the most toxic element of a, a contest like this mm -hmm. is if it's just a big popularity contest because right. then you're going to have people with the biggest social media profiles just sweep it but it right. can it can really be the little guy in this right. case right definitely so that's i think that's a good encapsulation of, of band <laughs> together buffalo so let's um we'll just uh loop back to how how people can get involved um or stay up to date on on new programming coming up for both so for the Music Industry Alliance, how do you how do you become a part of it? How do you support it? And yeah. Uh, if you want to become a part of it, um, you can join the Facebook group, Western New York WNY Music Industry Alliance. Um, join the Facebook group and we're always posting what's going on, our monthly educational sessions, our monthly songwriting peer group, our showcases any other random recording projects that we decide to collaborate on, all that's posted in that Facebook group. Um, and you can find a link to a Google form to join there. And with COVID, we are waiving membership fees right now. Um, can't ask musicians who aren't working to pay membership fee. No. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> free to join. Um, so check out, check that out. You can find that on our website as well, musicisart.org. Uh, any any genre, any experience level, like it's it's all about forming that alliance and and supporting each other's growth on the scene, whether it's musically, financially, spiritually. Um, that's really just what we're all about. Um, and I think that that's honestly what Band Together Buffalo is all about, and why I got involved in that when when it was presented to me, because I felt that same spirit of we all just got to stick together right now, man. The mm -hmm. only way that we're mm -hmm. going to survive is if we do this together. 
and then maybe we can even move past survive to to thrive. Well, I, you know, I mean, don't put the yeah. horse before the cart now. You know. That's that's my vision for it. I don't All think right. I don't think small. You know, if we're gonna survive, we might as well thrive. So where where can people uh, join in in the the struggle for survival uh, for that? <laughs> for band together buffalo. Um, Unfortunately, submissions are closed already, so we have our 125 or so acts. But as an audience member, um, polls will open mon this, this Monday, the 25th, and you have a week to thumb through all the videos and pick your favorite artists, vote for as many as you want, and keep an eye out on round two. And if you're an artist watching this, whether you're involved or not, uh, if you just want to share it on Facebook, just be a part of that community and, and help, help your musician friends out here. Well, beautiful. Um, that's I think that's plenty of good information for, you know, how to be involved in your local community when apparently there isn't one, but there actually is one. It's like another <laughs> dimension, <laughs> you know. When it's yeah, like it's in, also great to find that there's a, a lot of people that want to reach out to each other and kind of nurture that sense of belonging because, you know, having that sense of belonging, that sense of community is so valuable especially when times are crazy having you know some people don't have the the close um, support system that others have and you know their music friends and family might be the only people they're talking to so this is a really important avenue for for musicians and for people who love music and and want to kind of you know peek into the world of what's going on definitely I, and i think that i can speak for all three of us when i say that we never imagined that you could form such meaningful relationships as both friends and colleagues in the middle of a pandemic, just sitting in front of your computer screen. Um, and that's what's pretty remarkable about both these projects, the Alliance and Band Together, that it's forming some really amazing bonds that I really have faith will will stay when the world reopens you know yeah that this has been such a meaningful time for everybody i hope that everybody is learning something in this time um but i think uh banding together and uh forming some alliances <laughs> that's that stuff can certainly never hurt <laughs> i mean if, if you had suggested that any of this was possible a year ago i would have called you a charlatan and a fool and i would thumb my nose at you but yeah, here we are. And you know what? Here we are. Folks, you're a joiner not, now, Devin. Yeah, it's not oh I've I've sold out. It's it's not it's not <laughs> half bad. It's not half bad, I gotta say. Devin um, sells out. <laughs> so Sarah, thank you so much for joining us again. Um I, I can't wait to have you on for another interview at some time, uh to to talk about your more your personal projects and what you're doing in, in terms of songwriting. I know you've you know, you got a lot of you know, juggling dishes in the air sort of thing. <laughs> Um, before we, we sign off, uh, any any words of uh, encouragement or or things to be mindful about for, for the folks at home who are doing their best to soldier on uh, through the time of COVID? I would say take opportunities. Think outside the box. I'm currently, uh, in the next couple of weeks, releasing a hip-hop collab. I've never I've never sung hip hop before, <laughs> but a friend hit me up and asked me to do it, and I said, "Sure, why not?" So I have a hip hop collab coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, so take the opportunities, especially the ones to 
learn more about yourself. And I think that when we get on the other side of whatever this is, we can all hope to be better people from it, better musicians from it, better friends from it, um, from just taking some time to slow down and learn your craft, take opportunities, think outside the box, just learn something from this. Stay on your toes, folks. Stay yeah. on your toes. All Keep right. busy. <laughs> well, I'm Devin Mullen. I'm Mike Shamil. And this has been Sarah Elizabeth Shaw. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks, And this is the Eighth Note Sessions. Catch you next time. Here's an excerpt from the song 100 by Sarah Elizabeth. You can find this on Bandcamp, Amazon Music, and all the other places you normally find all your favorite songs. Take a listen. There are 100 of you in every wind that blows. That's the way it is, you know. I can still feel all of you, all 100 of you. Today's intro song was Feeling Down by Rockabilly Steve and BR3. The Eighth Note Sessions are produced by Music is Art. Help keep our podcast going and other programs by donating today at musicisart.org. Thank you for listening.